Welcome to the Kyle Evers Podcast, Episode 2, with George Sandoval. How are you doing, buddy? What up, man? It's good to be with you again. How's life? Oh, man. Well, life in 2020 or just life in general? Because I've only been out Cur- of, like, currently, <laughs> currently in the state right now. How is George Sandoval doing? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm good. I mean, just got finished working, like, at 5.30, almost 6 o'clock. But I've had a long day, man. Like, But a good long day, though, because, I mean, it's, it's always fun. But um, what about you? What about you? Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm in working 40 hours a week, coming home, taking care of the dogs, spending time with my wife, and then repeat 40, uh, working an eight-hour shift, coming home. So kind of honestly, kind of just the same old stuff, but I'm chilling. Uh, I, I like to spend my days off and just sit in front of my Xbox and just play 2K or Madden and or just take my dog to the dog park. Yeah, and I play around. And and being being a little bit more disciplined how I spend my money along with how can I be or how can I hold my wife accountable with her spending because we have a lot of bills we pay. But it's life. It's adulting. It's marriage. Yeah. But yeah, welcome to the podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope spiritually you guys are there. I hope mentally you guys are there. I hope physically you guys are making those gains. I know how hard it is to get to the gym, especially if you either work out in the morning sometimes like I do. Like when you roll out of that warm bed and you step foot out in this wonderful 40, some, sometimes 60 degree. No, bro, I'm not going to lie. This week it's been freezing in the morning. It's been freezing. Bro. So I would say what, 50 degrees? Yeah, like 50. What's freezing? What's freezing? I don't know. Well, Florida cold is different from any other kind of cold. It's like really dry and humid and horrible. Um, and so like before I would wake up at like four or something, go to the gym at five. Now I'm going in the evenings because <laughs> I'm like, yo, cause I hate working out in the cold. I hate sweating in the cold. Yeah. It's just the worst. And so, um, so yeah, Hey, we're yeah, hope, no. we hope if you are a morning fit, I'm going to get the games person and, and you go in the morning. I hope you guys are still consistent because I know for me, I'm kind of in Georgia's corner. I've been waiting until the evening, so until it gets yeah. to a little mid sixty degrees. Yeah, I could do that. I mean, yeah. well, I did since I mentioned the first podcast. Like, I do CrossFit, so our gym is a warehouse. So, like, the only kind of AC we're getting is either through like at least having some of the doors open, and I, like just waking up in the cold, man. Like, that's just yeah. That's no, not it's my the worst. Time my cup of tea. I mean, I, I have the I have a home gym like where I live in my apartment complex, so it's not as bad. So I literally have zero excuses to get to the gym. It's just my uh, sense of dedication to get there in the morning. So to be quite fair, I work out in the evening. And shout out to my boy, Connor Williams. Hopefully you get your uh, your ligament back. It's 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 already there, but I hope your rehab is going great, man, because I, I want to start lifting heavy with you. But other than that, dude, I'm glad you're doing well. Um, so let's talk about some things. Some things that are currently going on in this world is – if you are accustomed to social media, I'm sure you, you I'm sure you've kind of gotten a glimpse of this. America versus Iran. Um, this is a topic that we wrote down. George and I have no experience in the military. So we're kinda we're gonna kinda keep our our takes on this kinda kinda short. But first of all, shout out to all the men and women serving for this country. Uh, this country is not it's not where it is where it needs to be yet, but you guys are making a great um, effort. But most importantly, the bravery for you guys to sign up and and fight all um, the people trying to tear down America. But what is your take on this 
American and Iran thing from a social media standpoint? Because we, we kind of talked about this before yeah. we started this. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to social media, we don't take nothing seriously. Like, especially uh, Twitter, man. Like, I mean, I had a blast, like, laughing at memes with my brother and, like, like it was, it's just great. I mean, like my Twitter's probably full of just memes because I like I don't really use it just like for anything. I don't really have much of a following. I just like retweet stuff because it's funny. Um, but it just kind of shows like the world that we live in. Like we don't take anything kind of seriously unless it like actually happens. Um, but I mean, like most of the like most like I haven't really looked a lot of details into it, other than um. You know, like this could be like the potential of like an actual war breaking out. Yes. And, and one thing I do know that this is not like a lot of people get this confused. A lot of people, I think, think this is like the first time we've interacted with this country. But no, it's been a long yeah. stand in history and it, it necessarily hasn't been a Cold War. There's been a few missile launches there, a few missiles launches from our part. But all in all, man, it's just I don't know. As as a human being, I don't I don't know anyone who likes to see war. I don't think anyone likes to wake up and hear that we might be on the verge of something violent with our country. So all in all, man, prayers to um, that country of innocent people who are suffering, yeah. but yeah. prayers Family members, like, I mean, like yeah. traveling, like um, people that are, you know, Iranians here in the States that are citizens. Yeah. That, like are being affected. Like, I mean, up, it's, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just tough. I mean, seeing any kind of like, especially the beginning of the year, like we're three days into Like we, I think we were three days into it when like we struck and like we kind of, well, not kind of, but, I mean, we killed, like, the second what? Yeah. officer in command, one of the highest people in Iran. So, I mean, that's tough. Um, I mean, like, I mean, America is what it is. I mean, we're not perfect. Neither is Iran. So, I mean, like, innocent people are going to, like, face serious consequences. Um, that isn't their fault. But, I mean, you know, I mean, our prayers, I mean, our prayers, our thoughts, like, with people that are serving our military, yeah. people over there and stuff like that. So, I mean. No, y'all, y'all are the greatest. Y'all are the ones out there. Um, rapid gunfire. Y'all are the ones out there just sacrificing your life for the greater good of us citizens. So. Yeah, and by no means do we mean to be political on the pod. I mean, no. it's, just, it's just a life event. So, I mean, like, we might as well just kind of address it. No, it's a fact. Obviously, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. But, I mean, just kind of prayers to, you know, servicemen and women. I mean, I work for USAA. So, I mean, like, the military bank. So, I've, I've gotten calls of just, like, people being deployed. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, like, I got to get you somewhere. But, I mean, it's kind of, it's just a little different. So, I mean, if you're a serviceman, like a serviceman or woman of our country, I mean, and, you know, you're being affected, or we have family members being affected yeah. by your listener, I mean, you know, thoughts and prayers, much respect, you know, safe travels, you know, hopefully this doesn't get too serious where people have to, more innocent people have to be affected by it, especially people in Iran. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's kind of our mini dive on that. Um, if we want to go on just prayers, I mean, Prayers up to Australia. I think we're all aware of uh, these these bushfires that are uh, randomly starting, but these bushfires that are growing and growing and growing. And I think uh, I put this on my Instagram, but I think someone took a satellite picture of Australia, and I forget um, the Instagram page, but literally, like that, con- literally, the country is just you like you see the color of it, orange and, and bright red. So. I remember at first when I heard about this, I'm like, all right, little bushfire, not a big deal. But then when I heard about it happening periodically um, as the days went on, and then I heard about some of our men and women uh, in our fire department being, uh, I don't I don't know if deployed is the right word to say, but being sent over there to help. I was like, dang, man, this is actually serious. So prayers up to um, 
our first responders that are over there. Prayers up to that Australian government because I know they're kind of in awe about this and kind of nervous just because I know um, a lot of their wildlife is being destroyed. Prayers up to the citizens over there. I know a lot of homes and people are having to evacuate. And I do know there are some people that aren't evacuating. And I just read a post on the news that literally their government saying, yo, you got you to gotta move out or you're, or that fire is going to get to you. So, yeah, man, there's there's just a lot of crazy things happening in this world. So, um, like George kind of touched on it, making jokes on Twitter or social media, like, and I'm a victim. Sometimes I laugh. Sometimes I, I'll scroll and I see something. And I'm a big victim. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm a massive victim to, like, not taking things seriously. I mean, I, pro- I think I probably took the Australia thing more serious than the World War Three um, event, um, just because, I don't know, I think, like, when it comes to, like, the wildlife, mm-hmm. I think no one really plays kind of like a game with it. But I think when it comes to like governments and people, I think we don't like each other. So I think we find it a game. But I, yeah, I'm a big victim. Like, I mean, I, I, I had my jokes and giggles and laughs. So I'm not going to play like, you know, be a hypocrite and act like I didn't take it seriously. But because I did it. Um, <laughs> but the wild the Australia thing is like super, super, super sad. And, and yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Shout out to all the first responders in this country and the first responders in that country. As well as George kind of brought up to me, um, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, I think, experienced, what, two earthquakes and a tsunami warning, I believe? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's like it's been crazy. Like, and it's been an ongoing thing with Puerto Rico. This I mean, past year, I feel like Puerto Rico has just been that country that continues to get destroyed by, like, hurricanes, earthquakes now. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, um, Puerto Rico's had a bunch of earthquakes, like, for quite some time. Like, it's been an ongoing thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, we also kicked our governor out of office, which was like really, really dope. Um, probably like the only island to actually force a governor mm-hmm. out of office yeah. to, to quit. Um, but yeah, Puerto Rico's had a lot of like mini earthquake strikes. Um, I mean, still re- like they're still recovering from Hurricane Maria. Um, but like, thankfully, like I don't think there have been any kind of casualties where people have actually died yet from uh, like, you know, natural disaster. Like other than Maria, there, there was like kind of like a few. Mm-hmm. But I mean... And I say I don't see like a few like like two people. I mean like a few as in like a couple like I think hundred people compared yeah. to like millions of people on the island. Um, but yeah, I mean Puerto Rico's been like consistent with like natural disasters, like whether it be like um, whether it be hurricanes or whether it be like mini earthquakes of like yeah. different uh, you know like small earthquakes on the island. But it's been definitely a thing, especially this week too. So you know I have family out there, so thankfully my family's been okay. So that's that's really dope. Um, Prayers prayers up, prayers up to anyone. Prayers up to the entire world. The I, entire I think like world. the world kind of needs something, um, and as well like with Australia, like a lot more rain, mm-hmm. um, so that way people can breathe and a lot of our wildlife is safe. Also, if anyone like has been had questions, I mean, I've been told by multiple people like um, Wires Wildlife Rescue is a great resource to donate money yeah. for the cause of. Do Australia. your research though, because yeah. I, I do I do like I'm I'm I have a servant's heart, so does yeah. George. We we like helping sending money, donating. But unfortunately, in, in this world, we do have people that scam. And yeah. just be careful. Just be careful. Do your research. Your yeah. Money to. Yeah. And I mean, like, there's there's a lot of resources, too. I mean, like, with if you can, I don't want to say you can't go wrong with a nonprofit, but I mean, there are local, like, if you're a believer, like, you can give money to local churches that are yeah. actually giving money away. Mm-hmm. But if you want to give directly to an actual source, I mean, I've been told by multiple friends of mine who are, like, either vegan or like are really big animal lovers or just have a big heart. They've also said wires wildlife rescue is a great resource. I mean, I'm not endorsing it, but I'm just saying that like, this isn't being endorsed. Like we're not being told to say this, 
but I mean, that's just a great resource. But as well, do your research. Like if you really care about what your money, where your money's going, just make sure that it's credible, that you're not being scammed and that you're not being frauded. Yeah. You know, like on with your money and your bank account stuff. So. Yeah. So prayers up to all those events, but like George just stated, just pray for the whole world, man. Like there's a lot of crazy things happening uh, in our own backyard in a sense. So yeah. Uh, did you watch the Golden Globes? I actually didn't. I didn't either. So I, I, when I, I, <laughs> I, I, that's one. That's one thing I, I do need to grow in is expanding my my movie genres. I'm sometimes stuck in this action pack stuff, but yeah, there, there, apparently there's a lot of good there's a lot of good movies out right now that I haven't really. Yeah, seen bro, Little on. Women, bro. So okay, so little, like I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this movie, but Little Women was amazing. I also saw what was that movie with uh. What's his name? Chris Evans, the uh, like in the James Bond guy. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it. Though. It's a mystery movie, but that was like it was also fire. I forgot. I saw it with this um, with this girl that like is one of my friends. She was in town throughout the holidays because she lives in Tampa, so she was here for like a week. We saw that like the I think it was the Chris Evans movie. I forget what it's called. Knives Out. Knives Out. That movie's fire, dude. It was a good mystery. Yeah, the trailer was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Go watch it. Um, as well as like Little Women. Little Little Women made me cry, bro. Like I was in the movie theater, like just tearing up. Saw it on Sunday night. I cried at church. I cried like at the movie theater because it was just that great. And like I think your wife would love it too. Like she's like a she's like a softy, like a feeler. She is a softy. I love yeah. you. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, we. I love you too. I mean, I'm, but I think like you would genuinely enjoy this movie. Um, it'd be a great date night. Like, like I mean, go watch it. It got. It's like it got really good freaking reviews. Um. So it's about four sisters. And so it's like really, really dope. Like one of the sisters doesn't believe like a woman should settle just to be loved, mm. have babies. And she's like a really big writer and all her sisters. Like it's just, it's a really good film that kind of comes around full circle. So I kind of cried, but I'm a crier now. I mean, three years ago I was in a crier, but like I'm a really big crier now. So yeah, go watch that movie. It was, a, it was a really, like, I think it should be nominated for an Oscar. Like later this year, I think that's how great the movie was. That's crazy. And on Rotten Tomatoes, I got like a ninety percent, like dope. something like that, which is way better than the Star Wars film. Um, so, but that's a whole different. Beat that's, a whole other yeah, so, that's a whole other discussion. That's a whole other discussion. So, I mean, I love Star Wars, but yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan. We I don't want more fans. I don't want to go there, but yeah, yeah, I. We're not toxic I, on this podcast. That movie is very difficult. I, I hold Star Wars near and dear to my heart. Shout out to my father who introduced it to me. At a young age. Yeah, Uncle and, Rocky. And, yeah, and I, and I fell in love with the prequels and I fell in love with the sequels, but not so necessarily with the past three movies, but most importantly, not so necess- necessary with what? The Rise of the Sky- Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah that's all I'm going to say. I wasn't a fan. George and I are going to have guests on the show, and I hope we can have people that are a little more credible on why they do believe. So this so that leads this segment of us talking about movies. We're just not trashing the movie. So stay tuned to more episodes. We do have a lot of friends who enjoy talking about this stuff. Yeah. So. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I have friends that loved it. Um, it. Yeah, I mean, like, I have friends who loved it, and I also have friends who, like, it could have been better. But, yeah, there's just a lot of things where I'm like, damn, it could have came around. It's like full Hit or miss. Yeah. But there you have it, guys. That was George Sandoval, <laughs> movie insider. All yeah. right. Um. Let's, let's kind of segue into music. Uh, obviously, my boy, my boy JB Bugatti Beeps came back with with Yummy. First of all, how do you think of the song? It's it's catchy for his single. Yeah, for his single, it's catchy. But he's definitely like going back to journals, 
It has like this R and B vibe. Oh no no. Yeah. Oh like, no no. She got that. <laughs> like I'm like, like I'm like okay okay, and it's just like a very R and B feel. Like I'm like okay, this so it's kind of like Journal's Part Two kind of feel, but like definitely like he's kind of transitioning to how music is made, where it's just like he sounds like he's having fun with it. Not my yeah. like I'm not feeling it just yet. But I want to see the documentary just to kind of get... No, 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 that, no, that doc looks dope. Yeah, I mean, Mariah and I listened to it together for the first time. And at first, I was like, bro, this is so generic. But his writers are are, are great because for some reason, they pick the right tempo, the right little little lyric, the right hook. And I, I would find myself in the bathroom or at work at the gym just saying, yummy, yummy, or yeah, babe, yeah, babe, yeah, babe. Yeah, dude, like, I, I listened to it and I was like, dang, I'm like, I'm not Bro, it's a, it. it's a bop low-key, it's a bop. Yeah, like, I, I think it's one of those songs where you have to listen to it a little oh, more, yeah, a little more. to feel it, but, I mean, I really felt like Purpose was his sound. Yeah, like, Purpose, and like, was his sound. I love it. Yeah, like, that sound of Purpose, like, that whole album, I think, was just great. And I was like, okay, he found, he found his rhythm and he found his place in music where it matured, and now it's kind of like, Okay, All yeah, right. like, I, weird flex, but okay, yeah. like, we're here for it. Like, yeah. I, I'm just happy to see that he's actually doing music. Again. No, me too, bro. He's, he's been out for, like, four out. years. And he's kind of been very discreet, and I respect it. I mean, he's had his own journey in life, um, especially, like, and I've told this to many people before, especially, like, church people who have, like, been very critical of him. And and, and that could even be Kanye West. Kanye West was very criticized. Yeah, before. yeah, I, yeah. Like, okay, like, when it comes down to it, like, we can't disrespect artists for them having a journey in their life and criticizing their craft um, and then come around when they have, like, a very spiritual turn in life and then be their biggest supporters. That's where, like, and it's kind of like, I think this is a different segue, but, I mean, that's where Christianity shows its true colors, where it's, where yeah, it's um, I can see yeah. people say it's, like, very hypocritical. But, I mean, like, we don't understand the level of fame at, at like, a 12-year-old experience the way Justin did. Yeah. Like, that man was making six figures at like sixteen. Yeah, like like twelve, thirteen years old, and he's like like I think his biggest record was like one time, or baby, no or baby, like, yeah, baby was baby. like his biggest record record where he blew up, and it was like no one like I can't like I can't level I can't like dude as a twenty year old or twenty one year old like being under like the scrutiny of the eyes of church people like in just inside of a local church that was brutal enough as it is, but having the whole world watching your every move. And you having to grow up quick and figure out life and like you gotta give credit. Like I'm glad Justin took time away from music, yeah. like got married, got around good people. He's gonna give us good music. I believe he's gonna give us no, good he's music. Gonna give like, us I'm some... like I'm more excited about the documentary to see yeah. what the journey has been like for him to get to the point where he can do music again. Yeah. So I'm excited for this dog. It's gonna no, be fire. No, like, yeah. Beep, hey, and moral of the story, shout out the beeps. You're killing it. I can't wait for the album. The doc's gonna be pretty fresh. But that segues that us to uh, what are you expecting from music or artists in 2020? Or, or in better terms, where is the direction of music going to go? Dog, honestly, I think, like, honestly, the direction where music is going to go, it, it can be two coins. Like, there could be two sides to this coin. Whether it's going to just going to be really fun, like, trollish music. I mean, like, with Roddy Ridge, the box, like, Great album, by the way. Great, yeah, great project. Yeah, like, like shout out to Eddie for putting me on to the Roddy Rich project. Eddie I was Cruz. like, yeah, like, OG. Um, where it was like, you, you would never hear an artist, like, just putting the song, eat, er, like, eat, er. That's and I'm way. like, that that's like all, like, that was the catchy part of the song. And, like, you're going to either hear music like that or you're going to hear artists make music based off where they're at in life. Yeah. 
like 444 by Jay-Z, like he's a, he, he, like that album. I disrespected that album the first time I listened to it because I, I was trying to get Hove, Jay, not like Legacy, Billionaire, Jay. And that's what we got. We got Millionaire, like, like. No, I no, 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 you can say Billy. He, he's a billionaire. Yeah he's, yeah, he's a billionaire, but like that real song, the song about OJ. Yeah. Like that song was very, very real on what it was, but it was like experienced, mature, businessman, father, like Jay-Z, make, like empowering everybody around him. Yeah. Um, Chance the Rapper, The Big Day, not his best project, but, but, you bro, have to respect, it, yeah. but you have to respect that the man has come to actually love his wife, love his community, love his like love his daughters. Like Chance, like Chance from Ten Days is a different Chance on The Big Day. Like, Chance I mean, from Acid Rap is yeah, like that's yeah. a big that's a big difference. Yeah, man, dude, I I just love the transition. Like as as we all get mature and we transition in life, so we go from obviously elementary school, middle school. The high school You're not the to same. college. You're not the same. And that's the same thing with artists. Like I remember um remember I was talking to a few of my friends about this. I'm just like some of the artists' mission and their music is not going to be talking about drugs, is not going to be talking about hooking up with a girl or Unless a guy. Sound SoundCloud rapper. Or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Their music is not going to be, hey, I'm reckless. Dude, a lot as as like as we are growing, they're they're growing as well. Yeah. So honestly, like do I miss some of their reckless songs? Absolutely, because they probably got the hottest producers on them. They got some great features, but man, it's it's a journey. Like it's a journey to hear them talk about, hey, this was one of my lowest levels in my life. Yo, I'm I have all this money and I'm rich. I can pull any girl. I can get this car. I I could get I could buy out this mansion. But guess what? I'm still not happy. And as much as it's kind of not that number one song on the radio, bro. Like they're. Di- I don't know, artist discographies, and I think in 2020 we're going to hear more journeys about artists. Don't get me wrong, there's still going to be artists who are going to have that party feel, that club feel, but I think a majority of these artists are going to follow the script of, hey, my fans are growing up with me, let me give them something more about my life yeah. rather than, hey, just pop pills all day. Yeah, and I, and I think only like certain rappers will stay in that place. Like I think like Travis Scott has this place in that kind of music where it's like going to be like a lot of energy, rage, like all that Shout kind of stuff. Trav. Yeah, Travis, like probably one of the greatest live performers of our generation, honestly. Um, but I think like you, we will see artists transitioning to a very authentic stage of music. No, which, which is very super, transparent. Which is dope. Yeah, which is which, which is phenomenal because like you see it, you see it like with, you saw it with Chance the Rapper. You saw it with Mac Miller. On saw it with yeah. You saw it with Jay Z. You saw it with Kanye. You saw it with J Cole off the record of nineteen eighty five. Um, like 2014 Warsaw Drive, you saw it with uh, Kendrick Lamar. You've seen it with the, like very big artists that are making music out of a very transparent, authentic place in life. And I don't think, like, I honestly, man, like with visuals, documentaries, music, like we're just in a different stage where music is going to get like a lot more relatable um, and a lot more transparent. And there's going to be a shift in culture too. Like, yeah. like I don't doubt it. And, and we come from very Christian backgrounds, and I kind of said this earlier, but like I wouldn't be surprised when the church starts looking at the culture and trying to re- duplicate what the culture is setting. Yeah, because that's where we're headed, and and that, and that's where like I'm going to be like, oh, like we're hopping on a wave that we should have been setting from the beginning. Yeah, no, and and uh, I was just talking to George about the the Kevin Hart uh, doc Fire. I've been watching. Which, no, which is great. Fire, yeah, and yeah, celebrities, entertainers, uh, comedians. They're going to go on this wave of, um, hey, let me set this camera up 
Like, let me speak into a camera. I want to, I want this camera to follow me for the next three years. And they're going to give us another scope of their life. And, and all the, all the mean tweets, all the trolling, all the mistakes that we see from a, from a camera, whether that's paparazzi or a post, I think we're, I think we're going to enter a new chapter of a, if y'all want to make fun of me, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to respond by releasing this. So you guys kind of see a different side of where I am yeah. or at least like, let me, let me explain or own up to all the things that you saw on social media, et cetera. Facts. So I think it's dope. Yeah. And the next person that's going to probably do something very revolutionary. I think this year will be Drake. Jersey. Yeah. Like with the interview that he drops, I mean, there's a lot of content that he shares within two hours, not Drake's bag, but very, very vulnerable. Like, I still have to see a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but I think Drake is going to drop some serious stuff where, like, I think his music, like, I think in this era, like, after the whole Adonis thing that he had, like, Scorpion was a decent album. I was I think, like, I don't think it was his best project, but I think this next project this year, he's going to give us something that I think, like, I think we He's going to give us a little drizzy, but but more so, like, hey, like, I, I know I I put myself out to be this way, but I'm I'm hurt. Hey, I know I want to look like I'm going to go at your throat when I rap, but what, what Pusha said might've affected me or affected the way I move, which is dope. And I think, yeah. I don't, like you said, I think more of our conversation right now is artists are going to be a little more transparent and artists are going to be a little more vulnerable to their followers, which is great. So followers can't necessarily say, Oh, you act this way, but you act this way. And I think yeah. we're actually going to see from another microscope of like how these artists are actually are behind closed doors. Yeah. And I think to an extent we will get that, mm -hmm. but it's very like we're, turning into a very authentic, genuine, kind of like stripless, like no no sugar coating what the like what our what our favorite artists are doing. Like I don't mm -hmm. think we're gonna hear from like from Ye for quite some time. Yeah. Like I think we'll hear from Drake here fairly soon. Like I wouldn't be surprised Kid if Cuddy put something up here fairly soon. Um but we're gonna see a lot of our artists transitioning to a very like more genuine, authentic experience with their fan base which is going to ultimately skyrocket them. Like, and it's going to, like, they're not going to have to market a whole time. Mm -hmm. Like, it's going to be great. So I don't know. I'm excited, man. Like, I think this year for music is going to be really, really dope. It'll be very interesting. Yeah, to see. I think a uh, party's supposed to drop something January party next door. If you didn't know that, uh, the weekend, big, Sean. big Sean's finally coming back. I don't know what Sean down we're going to get, but uh, he's supposed to be dropping some stuff. No, it, dude, I think it's crazy. Like, I love how all these artists are, um, they express like mental health issues oh that they gosh, had to take them away. Like Justin Bieber dealt with depression here recently Big Sean. because of Lyme disease. Big Sean Bryson. Like there's oh, a lot man. of our favorite yeah. artists that have dealt with like actual serious issues. But at the same time, man, like I, I, I can understand why there's a lot of trolls and people on the internet that like artists get their feelings hurt, man. That's facts, bro. Like you put your livelihood for then it to get scrutinized on the internet or elevated or respected on the internet. And so it's tough, man. Like, I can understand why artists are taking time away to yeah. actually get their head on right. So and more so, artists are like, "Yo, if y'all if y'all are gonna troll me and disrespect me, I'm not dropping anything." Facts. Yeah. They got their bag. Yeah. <laughs> they got their bag. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, man. So artists are going to kind of give us a different lens and perspective. Not even artists, entertainers, comedians, all that, which is dope. Um, last podcast we talked about our goals for 2019. Not necessarily goals, I'm sorry. More so what we learned, what we took out of 2019. And since it's 2020, we're going to go into what's what's your route? Like, where do you want to be by the end of this year? 
Uh, do we want to be at this place? Do we already think we're obtaining that? Are we still stuck in our old ways in 2019? So yeah, George and I are going to kind of popcorn and we're going to kind of deep dive into what we want to be in 2020. So George, you want to start? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, kind of like I, how I stated, you know, previously when it comes to uh, 2019, like in the previous podcast, it, like the episode, episode one, if you didn't listen to it, you can go listen to it. I mean, it's very brief and kind of like our worlds, but 2019, I really just took a year just to actually get my feet on the ground, um, like just worked, went to counseling, um, hung out with my friends again, rekindled friendships, um, was really just trying to figure out exactly why I moved home. Um, I mean, I knew why I had moved home, but I mean, at the same time, it was just tough. So, I mean, like 2020, man, I'm just trying to like um, stay consistent, like stay consistent in like my nutrition. Like I'm really trying to switch my nutrition up. Like actually, How so? Um, I think kind of like switching more so to a very like, not stricter, but a lot more paleo. So a lot more like natural vegetables. I think like what what I'm going to try to eat more is like a lot more grilled chicken and salmon, like, like fresher fruit, kind of like lower down my sugar intake and try to focus a lot more on like healthier carbs. I mean, that's something I was kind of leaning already towards like towards last year. Um, but given the holidays, like all this eating, all this unnecessary food that I love, um, kind of sets you back a little bit because you kind of eat a little worse around the holidays. So it's mm-hmm. hard to stay more disciplined. But um, I've been just researching like paleo, like, you know, how kind of like, um, how kind of like originally the, the design of like the actual original cavemen were eating like a lot of like um, even the Roman Roman soldiers, like they ate a lot of vegetables um, a lot of like natural fruits and things of that nature. And that's why they were hand chosen. And they, that's why they were Romans, like part of Roman empire. That's fresh. So, um, and, and it kind of showed it. So like, you know, people actually ate non-processed food. So I'm kind of like trying, I'm trying to stick towards that and trying to like transition into it. And I've been doing fairly good, like eating my vegetables. Like, I mean, that's something I hated doing, but I have to do for my own good. Um, so kind of like staying consistent with like food, staying consistent with reading, staying consistent with my gym time. Like those are those are really big things that I'm not I'm trying to take like roll over from 2019 into 2020 where I'm not trying to slack or like slow down on it. Like I'm really trying to take take it kind of like take, take it to kind of like the next level. That's tough. We're trying to lose like fat fat percentage. Oh, bro. And you've lost a lot of weight this year. Too. Yeah, I think I'm in 2019. I'm sorry. Yeah. 2019. Like I lost like like 20 something pounds. That's like right. I think when I moved home, I think it was like 220. Now I'm at like 195, 200 around Let's there. Go. So I'm trying to like get better at it and. That's not that may not be a big deal to somebody, but that's a big deal for me because, like, I've been able to think a lot better, feel a lot better, move a lot better. Like when we played basketball one time, like I was winded, and then like we played basketball a couple more times, and you're like, bro, you're moving up and down the court now. Yeah. Like it cost me to play defense <laughs> in basketball. Um, so I'm just trying to stay consistent, man. Like that's the biggest thing. Like one thing is you doing something, and another thing is you sticking by what you're going to do. And so trying to stay consistent with it in 2019. I, had my ups and downs in consistency, but definitely this year, I want to be consistent in in, in, in eating, working out, all that kind of fun stuff. So, Absolutely. but what about you? What's something for you? Yeah, I want to be a, a better husband, better friend, better brother, but more so, my intentionality is a lot more consistent. Uh, intentionality, root word is intentional, which means deliberately form purpose via uh, Webster dictionary. And 
we, I think we all tend to get caught up in the motions of life. Um, I'm married now. Uh, I, I work 40 hours. I am involved a lot with my family, but now my in-laws family stuff. And yeah, I just like husband wise, just lend, lend my ear a little more to my wife, even though I, I'm, I might be tired or stressed. Um, as a friend, be, be more present more. Um, whether that's hanging out with them uh, when they have a day or me taking time away from like maybe me playing a two pair or Madden. Um, brother wise, I know like I'm, I'm the oldest in my family, uh, oldest, oldest of four. Shout out to Chad, Christopher and Chloe. And I know they look up to me a lot. And I know there are times where um, my, my ego or my pride uh, gets in the way of me being there for moments uh, or, or even if, even that's with my parents. Cause I know there's, there's been a couple of times, but my parents would want me somewhere. I'm just like, nah, I have to be here or no, I, I'm responsible for this right now. Um, so yeah, man, just, just lending a year a little more um, intentional, intentionally lending just my, my presence and just, just being there. And I, and I know this is, it's such a generic answer because everyone's like, yeah, I just want to be here for this person, be, be there for this. But kind of like what you just said, we can all say stuff, but until you actually consistently do it and you adapt to what your yeah. commitment is, you're, then you'll actually see change. So honestly, I, I, I want to get there. And I think last year, one of my goals was to just be, be in the ear. And I think I, I've been a, a big ear for you. I've been a big ear for my brother, Christopher, uh, when he comes over and works out with me and my wife. But yeah, man, just kind of up the notch of my intentionality because intentionality is super important. I feel like a lot of people will see your your loose end of what you bring to a friendship if you're intentional with them for fifty percent compared to yeah. eighty or ninety. Like we can hang out, and if I'm on my phone the whole entire time when you're talking to me about something in your head, you're like, "Wow, he doesn't even care what I'm saying," or "Wow." Yeah. Why is he in here compared to me? If I put my phone across the room, if I turn my phone off, if I put on this wonderful notification, I need to learn to put on more. Do not disturb and actually spend time with you and, and presence or whatever we're doing Bro, that friendship is going to go a long way. So yeah, just be a little more intentional. Yeah. And I think that's important just in every aspect, man. Like, like being aware of being like being intentional, but also like, like you said, like, like we both agree on, you just got to do the damn thing. Like yeah. you just got to, you got to just apply it. Like I love what Jocko says in uh, discipline equals freedom. It's like, if you want to wake up early, wake, wake up, up early. <laughs> you want to go to the gym, go to the gym, go to the gym. <laughs> like you want to be intentional, be intentional. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, and also like being selective with who you be intentional to. Like I, I had to learn real quick. Like not everyone thinks the same way. Mm -hmm. Cool. Some people will pick up on it. Some people won't. But if I choose to be intentional with you with my time, please be courteous of it. And if of not, tell me that you don't want me to be intentional yeah. so I can leave you alone and let's not hang out. Yeah. But don't tell me, hey, you missed me. <laughs> That's, uh, that, that could be shade, but that could also not be shade. I mean, it just all depends on whoever's listening yeah, to if, it. Like, if you want to protect your heart and protect your feelings, just make sure you move a certain way and you don't second guess the way you're acting based on someone else's uh, reaction to it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, at the end of the day, just do, like we're gonna pick who we want to be intentional That's with, fact. and we have our friends that we're intentional with. Let's go and like, oh, you're here. Yeah. Nice to see you. Um, uh, and so I've kind of had to had learned to to move that way, um, kind of like over the last year or so. Um, what's what's your second point, buddy? My second point um, is 
I mean, I want to keep learning. Like I didn't do a lot of reading in 2019. Like I kind of, st- I, I really toned that a lot back because uh, I think a lot of us can really understand, can get a lot of head knowledge, but not a lot of us can actually find like, like emotional healing, like to actually deal with certain things. Like I figured, I, I really thought for a long time, man, if I knew a lot of things, I could prevent a lot of things. <laughs> um, but it really, and if it, it really was to the point where like, if I didn't deal with certain things, I was, I was going, I was bound to repeat the same things. So um, I really toned back a lot of my reading, a lot of learning, um, not in the sense of like, I, I just got dumber. I just chose to actually focus on other things. So that way, a lot of uh, certain parts of my life were actually, um, I could give certain parts of my life certain times and rest that it needed and healing that it needed. Um, so did a lot of hours of counseling. So this year, I really do, do want to focus yes, on sir, mental reading. health. Yeah, mental health, like emotional health. All those things are very, very important. Um, if you're a believer and you follow Jesus, like, I mean, that's, I mean, if you're going to really love yourself and take care of yourself, you really got to know that God created emotions, mm-hmm. um, that God gave you a mind to think yeah. and God gave you a spirit as well. And actually an actual physical form of body for you to take care of. So, um, so it really took a lot of 2019 to do that. So this year I really want to pick up on reading again, like theology again, like, um, entertaining for reading, like just certain stuff. Like I have a Jordan Peterson book that, you know, I, I, picked up and read some of it, but I chose to put it back down, but I want to read it again uh, to really go through it, but really read, learn, um, you know, doing that all over again. So that way, I have, like for my personal gain, but also to be able to give, like we're going to be doing a lot more podcasts so be mm-hmm. able to have more content to give out and more insight to give out based on things I've learned, things I'm learning, things I want to achieve. Um, so that kind of thing, that's kind of like my thing is to become like, be, keep remaining a student, keep learning as well as like, man, being a lot more positive, being a lot more optimistic and not so much as critical. I mean, when I moved home, I was very critical of a lot of things and I think people picked up on it, which I'm not sorry for uh, because it's part of my journey. That's where I've been at. And I've been very, very less, less and less critical of certain things and a lot more open to actually really listening and Mm -hmm. learning from things I may not like or may not agree with, but at the same time, I've gotten something out of it. So I'm really trying to look for really positive, good insight things, although I may not agree with them entirely or find them insightful for my personal gain. But I've gotten I've learned to. OK, yeah, I didn't see it that way before. So I'm going to really think about it. And if I disagree with something, I'm not going to just disagree with it entirely. I will disagree with it, but I will like try to keep an open ear to actually listen to something. Or if you and I may not agree with something, I shouldn't get mad at you or you get mad at me because I disagree with it. Yeah. So being able to be more optimistic, more positive, more like open-minded for um, with other things and not being so critical. So keeping like biting my tongue like a lot more and being open to listen. Something that I struggle with, but something I really want to get a lot better at because what I may not like what my opinion may do is hurt, hurt your insight. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hurt you because I voiced my opinion when you didn't ask for it. Yeah. So that's a very mature and hard thing to do. So, um, and I won't say certain things. I mean, like people I don't listen to or people I don't like, because they'd be like, oh my God, why? Yeah. Um, but if anyone asks a question, I'd be like, yeah, like, I mean, don't be shocked when I give you my answer because you asked for it, you know? So yeah, to kind of like be less critical, more optimistic, more positive, quick to listen, slow to speak. Always good things. What about what, what's another thing for you, though? Yeah, for me, my second point is probably reading my Bible more uh, in books. Um, I think that's pretty straightforward. Um, just like if you, you want to get or build more muscle, you gotta gotta lift more. If you want to cut weight, 
you've got to reduce the amount of food you're consuming. If you want to travel the world and go to different states every year, you got to be disciplined with your money and know where your money's going. And I mean, we're, we're Christians. We, we both have a Christian background. We both um, serve. We both have been involved in churches. And um, yeah, it's pretty basic. Like if you want to be a better follower of Jesus, you, you got to read your Bible and, and you got to make that a priority and not an option. And, and, and that's a super hard thing just because we're all humans and we all have emotions. There's some days where I pick up my Bible and I'm very enthusiastic about whatever chapter um, or verse I'm reading. And then there are days where I'm just like, bro, I'm so confused. Like, where am I? In, like, where am I? Like, what, what is this word saying to me? Um, so yeah, man, uh, along and same thing with books. I have a lot of books that kind of, um, the incentive of the book is to better yourself. Like I said, and stated in the first podcast, kind of have a weird thing with, Hey, how can I get from point A to point B a little faster? How can I get from this spot to this spot a little faster? And yeah, majority of my books are just reflections and or steps to increase my discipline, increase my confidence, etc. So yeah, man, definitely kind of like what you said pick up a book and I choose to set it down, but I actually want to pick up a book and choose to consistently read it um, day in and day out. And one good kind of life hack that I realized is uh, use your timer on your phone. Sometimes when I read and I do, do not use a timer, I read a short little chapter or a short little passage and I call it a day. But if you really want to challenge yourself and kind of elevate the way you consume what you're reading, um, or even elevate how long you're reading. Put a timer on for 30 minutes um, and set 30 minutes aside every morning, every afternoon, or even on your breaks at work. Uh, I'm privileged to have an hour break. I don't know how that is with wherever your workplace is. But yeah, take time and, and read because reading your Bible, reading the book that's going to help you get better is going to literally um, improve your sense of thought, improve the way you respond to some things, and even just improve the better people around you. So yeah, man, definitely reading my Bible more because I want I want to be more like Jesus, and just reading books I want to better myself. That's that's my second point. Yeah, um, a little bit to add to you, man. Like um, personally, like for me, like I I did I don't I didn't like reading. Like I don't like reading. Like I wrestle with it. Yeah. So even if it's like someone that because honestly, reading is a con. It's like it's a mental. Some people are born muscle. with this mental muscle and concentration. Yeah. Just discipline. And they can sit for hours and hours and hours and read it. And I feel like I was like that as a child. But as I've grown older, man, unfortunately, my 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 bookworm and my bookworm in me, yeah, kind of. No, we have so much technology. Away. I mean, like we don't yeah. really need to read at, at all times, but we do need to. Yeah, and sorry, and that's another thing. Instead of reading my Bible from my phone, I I literally make it a non-negotiable to bring my Bible everywhere. Whether it just sits in my car whether I have it with me on my side or whether I have it in my backpack. Like I, t- I, like I want to paper, like I want to put my technology down, limit my distractions, limit the text messages, limit the notifications and literally like pick up paper. But honestly, shout out to all the, uh, the audio books, shout out to all the technology that we're blessed to have and consume so we can read this information, but it's something different. It hits different when, when you read it from, from a paperback. Yeah, no, that's facts. And honestly, like some people, like another good option too. I mean, like uh, if you're not a reader, I mean, it's okay. Like if you don't choose to read a Bible or something like that, like read by devotional book Yeah. where you do a devotion, like it's going to be dated January one, two, three. And if it's even a portion of scripture or it leads you pointing, like it points it back to Jesus. 
that is fine too. Mm -hmm. Or also, I like sitting in silence with God. So that's personally me. Um, like contemplative prayer, like meditating on who Jesus is. I mean, that's also a great resource, but that's a practice that you have to do. Um, but that's something, yeah, man, like I'm, I'm, yeah, it's always a big thing, but some people like may not know. It's like, oh, if I'm not reading it enough, like I'm a horrible person. I'm like, well, no, not really, dog. Like you just have to figure out a rhythm. Yeah, literally rhythm, man. Rhythm yeah. and flow. Yeah, oh, yeah. And flow so, yeah, if you're out there and you're kind of in the same boats as George and myself, yeah, we want to challenge you, like, because – there's a really weird misconception. I don't have enough time in the day. Yeah, I can't do this. No, you honestly do, and yeah. and, and that's a hard pill to swallow. Uh, hard pill to swallow as well. Yeah, like we, we all have we'll enough time. watch Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> I <laughs> just I today I just watched three episodes of Kevin Hart's doc when I easily could have substituted that for reading my Bible more, even though I read it in the morning, or even literally spinning that so they're each, that hour and thirty minutes to put uh, pull out another book I wanted to read. So yeah, yeah. man, I want to challenge you guys. Like if you're out there, substitute. That social media time in the morning when you wake up out of bed, because I know we're all guilty of it, uh, substitute that Netflix time and, dude, pull off that book or that Bible and read it. That's facts. Point um, number three, boy. Yeah, like for me, another thing is that something like something I really want to go into 2020 with is uh, is honestly, man, being able to accomplish a guy's trip with our friends. Yeah. If I cannot listen, my thing is if we are homies, we are brothers we should at least make time to do something fun outside of just playing 2K all the time. Um, and this is not me taking shots at anybody. Like, this is I accountability. Kind of, yeah, I, I, I genuinely want to hang out with my friends outside of Orlando, Florida. I mean, I, we're not, we're like some of us, okay, I get it. Like, hey, everyone has their thing. Like, we have a friend buying a house, which is really, really dope, uh, which we're both so, like super stoked about and seeing like kind of like that journey being, yeah. being able to see it firsthand. Um, we have some friends that are like, you, you know, you're recently married, still adjusting. To yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. We have friends that are kind of walking into this whole marriage thing. So yeah, I get yeah, it, like, dude. You got to People are getting this, engaged. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. people are trying to accomplish certain steps. Like we've all been in such different journey of life, but being able to take time where like, I mean, like I had guys nights living in Portland. So that like, that to me is a different world of be being able to be with my friends. Yeah. Um, which is like super dope. Like shout out to my homeboy, Alex Corson in Portland, like, sh like, one of like the greatest people on the planet that I've been ever been able to be around. Um, like just showing me what a good friend looks like and actually caring for one another. Um, as well as like, like another friend of mine, Eric, I don't want to leave. I, like I could name so many people. I don't want to leave them out, but um, accomplishing a guy's trip, like literally going to hang out, going to like either Tampa or like Miami or somewhere where we can just spend like two, three days together, enjoy each other's company, talk, catch up, laugh, cry, whatever it is. Like, to actually just spend time together and really just yeah, make it happen. Certain things. Cause I mean, we, like I, like we both said, we've both been raised in, in church environments. I don't necessarily buy a lot of things that the church says. I think we should just do them because it's part of our DNA and nature to actually want friendships and relationships mm -hmm. to actually want brotherhood, like closeness. Um, and so that's just my hunger for us as friends, like being able to rest and go, Oh wow. Like we've been going hard, like X, Y, like now X of time. Let's celebrate. Like, let's catch up. Let's talk. I mean, listen, bro. Women are better people to to other women than most men are to other men. That's a fact. And people are going to be like, no, women are more emotional. We are all emotional. We just choose to hide it in different areas. Yeah. Whether it be, like, secretive things that we – secretive issues that we have or, like, we joke about insecurities or we put them on other people. Us as men need time to hang out. Yeah. 
and we're all growing. So like we've, uh, we have friends that are, you know, like me, like I'm single. We have friends that are dating people. We have friends that are just getting engaged. We have friends that are married. We have friends that are stepping in different areas of life and we're evolving. And I think to make sure that we're going to be good for the next five years of this decade, we need to plan a trip. So like for me, like I really want to do a guy's trip uh, here soon this time year. Like, cause we tried doing it last year. It didn't work out yeah. you know, for certain reasons. But this year, like, I really want to take an emphasis of, like, all right, let's just do two, three days together. Let's hang out. Let's take time away because we need it. <laughs> yeah. Like no, it's – yeah, and I, and I think we all can kind of relate to that. I mean, we see it in movies all the time. We see it when, when, when all the women go out in movies or maybe when all the guys go out. And obviously, it's not going to be that extreme. We're all responsible. I think we all hold each other way more accountable than what the film portrays somehow friend groups are. But, yeah, man, just quality time, community, and um, honestly just – just talking, because I, because that, that's one thing I've noticed as, as you get older. Like I remember in school when I was younger, it was so weird to to see all these girls, literally girls that hated each other, girls that uh, beefed with each other. In times of one of them uh, maybe breaking up with a boyfriend, in times of uh, a girl uh, kind of hurting, like girls unite so fast. All the all the beefs drop. They talk. No, no, they talk. And no, and and I That's talk. That's good and yeah, bad thing. Yeah. I mean, but they talk. No, and, and I talked to uh, um, a, a mentor of mine uh, about this. And dude, this this next generation of guys, like we need, like I need, like we need to be okay with with crying on another guy's shoulder. We need to be okay with, hey man, bro, I'm I'm addicted to ABC. Like, can you be a stepping stone so I can get out of this position? Yeah. Or like I'm having troubles with my like wife. Yeah. Or I'm having like financial issues. Like. These are just real things that I mean, like we're yeah, not talking. So to be if, if you're a young male out there, like be that bridge when it comes to guys having to play the cool card, guys having yeah. to kind of uh, let's just not keep skeletons in the closet, bro. Like, nice. bro, dude, yeah, I don't know. That, that's a that's a whole other deep dive we can discuss because that, that's that's honestly a real topic, and I, and I personally feel like I think that's why some men just have issues with sharing things because they if like. If you can't expose what you want to expose to your friends, how can you expose that when you step into your next phase of marriage? It's just going to enhance it. Yeah. Like whatever you hide will become enhanced. No, and 100%. Like you will – like it, it's just a hindrance. That's why a lot of like men – that's why – dude, honestly, that's why you see a lot of pastors having moral failures. Yeah. Because they're hiding – things that they should be dealing with. You know what I mean? And that's not shade on anybody. That's just the reality of the truth. Like whatever you are hiding will be like, will be, will come to life eventually. Mm -hmm. That's happened with me. That's happened with a lot of people. Like personally, like as a man, I'm not afraid of showing you my, like my report card of like my failures. of going like, Hey, this is where I failed. Like, because I'm not going to allow you to like, I'm not going to allow you to write my story. I'm going to write it myself. And I'm going to publish it and show like, okay, yeah, a I failed X, Y, and Z. What like you're trying, like you're not going to attack me with the very thing that I'm trying to like attack other people with. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, like I've, I've failed. Like what's your, what's your excuse? Like there's no reason for it. So, I mean, something I'm passionate about, I'm passionate about my friends. Like I'm passionate about seeing them doing well um, because I think any good friend wants to see their friends mm-hmm. succeed and excel and succeed in life. We're in different, we're on different parts of stages but doesn't mean that we can't be of a resource or tool to them. You know yeah, I mean? you guys just got to look at it like this. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull out gym terminology. If I want to reach a certain max or a, search, a certain weight, like you need a spotter. Uh, I, I see that you can look it up on, on YouTube, whatever. You see all the world-class people on the bench press. I mean, unless you're just super strong, 
and you're setting a world record, not even setting a world record, you see a lot of these guys, like you need a spot and it kind of goes the same thing in life. Like when, when life gets heavy, that's 45, when 45 pounds, I'm sorry. When you're struggling with your relationship, that's another 45 pounds. When you're struggling with your relationship with God, that's another 45 pounds. Yeah. When, when you are beefing or addicted to something that's not really helping you grow mentally, spiritually, or emotionally, that's another 45. And before you know it, you're benching close to 300 pounds with no spotter. But what's better with you struggling and trying to bench something and you know if you can't get it, you have a friend be like, yo, bro, I got you. I got you with the spot. I'm going to yeah. lift it up, man. So it's it's a very surface level thing to talk about and I feel like a lot of males in this generation kind of brush it to the side but no man like I'm I'm literally down for transparency and I think a lot of men and that's and back to their music thing I think that's where a lot of male artists are kind of reaching out like hey my music yo I'm struggling with being addicted to the same drug you guys are rapping and 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 singing it but yo this is a real problem like I need help so it's kind of the same things yeah that's facts and what like that's just my desire like I like we're not taught to share the ugly. Like, at least in my home, the way that I was raised is that we don't share, like, we don't tell people the stuff that happens in our house. But in reality, the only way that things get fixed is if you get help outside of your yeah. own home. Like, and that's not saying that people's environments in their homes are bad. It's just upbringing. Like, my upbringing, I was taught not to share certain things of my home because no one cared about it. But in reality, that was the, the design of humanity is to be like we have problems but we were also made to be each other's solutions yeah like i was designed to come to you and talk to you about this kyle like i was designed to come and share this with like no and i was designed to share certain things and bring that into a space where it's like okay we're talking about it what are we doing like how are we helping each other to move forward yeah and on the flip side i was luckily raised with two great parents who if i was struggling with something they always had a Eight year. They always I always had I always had their shoulder to crown if I was if I was struggling. And as I got older, like that was kind of my responsibility as I left the house. Like if you have an issue, whether that's with a male or a uh, female, like like express it. Don't, yeah. don't don't cave it in because all that's gonna really do is just eat eat your eat your integrity, eat that's, your pride, eat your ego. And and before you know it, man, like it's gonna be all over you. Yeah, and you're gonna end up doing something that you're gonna regret yeah. or not like or whatever. And then you're kind of stuck in a deeper hole. And that's why like a lot of things is like pe- people want to that as men, we've been conditioned that we do something wrong. Our, our, we, our behavior gets attacked. Yeah. Right. Our behavior gets attacked. And what happens? We get shamed for it. Shame is only going to lead you so far in life. That's the point where you're like, if you, if you keep getting shamed, you're just going to keep hiding. Yeah. Right. But if someone would have like spoken to like my identity as a man, like George, that's not part of who you, that's not what that's you need to do. Let's talk about this. I probably could have avoided X, Y, and Z part of my life, but I'm okay with it now going like, Oh, like I could, yeah. Like you heard about that. Yeah, it's true. Like, what do you, like, what do you, what are you trying to gain from it? Yeah. Like I remember a FaceTime call where like I got called out for something and I was like, hell yeah, I did that. Like, <laughs> like, what do you want to do when you deny it? Like, and people were laughing and then it kind of got like, Oh, 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 that's real. Oh, okay. Like, like, what do you guys like? I, I I'm not gonna hide it. Like, yeah, and, man. I and think guys, like some some people are just born with being transparent from the day they were born and and through different experiences. But yeah, like I, I'm not gonna. It, it took me a while to actually get to the point where I could be like, yo, I did this, and I'm really ashamed of it, George. A, 
I know you're here for me. You're not going to judge me, but B, hey, how can you help me get to this spot? And thanks to those experiences of me growing up, now that I'm married, I can translate that. And I'm still, I'm still working on it. Like yeah. I know, like, like my wife will attest sometimes I'm not as vulnerable as she wants me to be, but it's now, a but yeah, yeah. But now since I'm kind of been exposed to that, I can bring that into my marriage and, uh, confrontment, vulnerability, just transparency is just second nature to me in a sense. So yeah, like if you're out there and you struggle with that, bro, it's normal. Um, but I want to encourage you guys, dude, it, it takes time. Pick, pick out that friend that you know uh, that's going to – or even has even just put uh, a solid investment in you. And, bro, like talk about some of the stuff that you wouldn't want to talk about to a friend that you know that wouldn't care. Because over time, bro, like you're going to pick up on that. And now you're going to be that person to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And that's – yeah. And just do – like we just got to do it. Like we just got to pick certain people and then not be awkward and be like, hey, man, so I'm going to choose you to trust you. No. Start off with little small little things that you can trust certain people with that are not going to get to other people because you have to build some, you have to build from somewhere yeah, and, for sure. and build light. Like if you can't do 90 pounds, start with the bench at no. 45. Like, yeah. like, like, Hey, hey leave like, your ego out the door. Yeah. Leave it there. Like, I mean, like, cause I'll tell this to a youth leader. I'll tell this to a student. I could give a shit. Like I could care less about what you could do for me. I care about like, okay, listen, I'm only get like you're only gonna get the results that you put into it. That's a fact. You're not wasting my time, you're wasting yours. Mm-hmm. So like if you don't wanna get down to the nitty-gritty, I'll find some like someone's gonna come around and get down to the nitty-gritty to deal with certain stuff. Just don't get mad at them when they're further along than you are. Yeah. Like don't compare. And so as a man, like I desire that for my friends because I've seen it in my own life. Um and I'm still working on it. I'm not saying like I'm further or better than anybody. God like God knows that. But I'm damn well not where I was a year ago no, or half ago. Growth, and yeah, and I'm not the man that I was. Um, and like very few people see that because I only come only around a very few handful of people. Um, and I and I like it that way. But I desire that for my friends. I desire for you. I desire for Noah. Like I want to see my friends get out ahead. I want to see my friends well rested. I want to see my friends thriving and happy because we're going to create an environment or a legacy of our own eventually. And no better way to be a part of that than you know, being able to create those environments for ourselves. Yeah. So it's just going to be dope, man. The next 10 years are going to be different. Like we're in a new decade. Like the next 10 years is going to be a lot of change, a lot of growth, a lot of, you know, different power moves that we're going to do. Like everything's just going to be different. So I just want, I just care about who we're going to be tomorrow, mm-hmm. but yeah, I still care about today. So that's kind of like my thing. What, what about you? Like I, we just spent a lot of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We so. kind of, we kind of had a yeah. big hella deep dive in that, but Yeah, my last thing is writing down my dreams or my goals and actually declaring them. I find myself every day thinking of a new introspective way of maybe bettering the world, uh, bettering myself, or honestly, just just life hacks that I think could benefit a lot of people. And sometimes I would just catch myself just daydreaming and daydreaming and daydreaming. And I think uh, I I just read in this article about um, 70, it's either six, uh, I want to say, yeah. 60% 60% of people have dreams and inventions that they don't say. And uh, let's just say five years down the line, eight years down the line, because they didn't do anything about it, someone else picked up on that and had the same dream and invention. And now this person is at, at this spot in life. And basically what that means to me is like dream big and your dreams based on your discipline, based on your dedication and based on like how you move, like you can achieve them no matter what. And, and I've already started like this year, like 
there, there's a few ideas that I really don't want to say on air, but there's a few few ideas that and concepts that I think are going to kind of change the way people look at things or maybe even change the way uh, Amer- Americans uh, move in this country. And I think just making sure that you write them down and you can look at them and, and those things stay fresh in your mind so you can kind of tweak some things and actually make them happen, uh, let's say a decade from now. I think that's, I think it's just a game changer. So honestly, just keeping yourself accountable that you can dream big, but just make sure like, make sure you're just not dreaming in like a day. Make sure you're dreaming every day and make sure that you can increase or elevate uh, that dream so it could happen eventually. Cause that's one thing I kind of struggle with. Like I would think of so many dope things that maybe I could implement in my life, maybe intimate, um, and, and, and everyday society life. And, and I'll, and I'll think about it and I'm sure there's other people out there. And then the next day I wake up and I literally have a brain fart. I can't think of it. So I've been pretty consistent with either writing it down on the paper, or putting it in my notes app and my phone so I can, um, just hold myself accountable and make that happen. But other than that, man, yeah. Is there, is there anything else you kind of want to speak on? Yeah, man. Um, I think one of my, like, I think my biggest goal um, outside of like kind of small things, like, like I, I want to eat more tattoos on my left arm. Yeah. I want to get, yeah. The, yeah. Like, yeah. I can't, like, I can't like that comes on. Yeah. That comes on as time. So like, I just want to add like a few more pieces to kind yeah, of make so. it more full. Um, cause I tried doing it this year, but a lot of things happened, uh, not bad things, but just other things that I give priority. Other obligations. Yeah. Um, is, uh, dude, I want to start serving again, like at a local, like at a church mm-hmm. again. Um, uh, and also tithing. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I think people push a lot on serving, but I think there's a big hesitation on tithing. Um, like I've, I've heard theology and people say like, there's no way I can't afford not to tithe. Um, and that kind of messes with my head a little bit because if you're given 10%, I mean, you're also, that's a deduction of 10% out of your income. But in reality, like, like I can, I, I've, I've done this before where I'm like, oh, I've tied and I'm like, oh, wow, I've, I have like a lot more money at the end of two weeks of my pay. Like when I get paid again, I'm like, whoa, OK. But it's my hesitation of thinking like, OK, I'm giving this money to the church. In reality, that's where it's going yeah. physically. But the representation of the worship of the tithe is like this is this was always yours, God. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm worshiping you with my money. I'm giving you back what you deserve. So trying to really get that. Concept in in my heart again because I have it in my head, right? Like I can understand going like, okay, this is what I understand. Yeah, you can think all day until you do it. Yeah, like I can think all day. Yeah, exactly. Until I freaking do it. Like I just have to go just tithe. Like even if it's a smaller check than what you're used to, Mm -hmm. tithe it. Um, And so, like, really getting back to the concept, I'm not ashamed of sharing the fact that I am hesitant on tithe. Mm -hmm. A lot. We know a lot of people are hesitant on sharing it, but not a lot of people actually verbally say it. Yeah. So I'm hesitant on tithing and I'm not ashamed of saying it. And like, I will try to start somewhere, even if it's at five. And he's already 3%. started. Yeah. And like, and I'm already starting, which is like, a, which is like a big deal for me personally. But, um, I want to, I want to get to the tithe. Like I want to get to the 10%, which is important. Like every, any kind of successful businessman gives money away, gives a certain percentage yeah, of yeah. it away. Like Eric Thomas gives 10% of his income. Mm-hmm. Like those, those, like the successful to Dave Ramsey, the secrets to success, like podcasts, those men give 10%. Dave Ramsey says it, give 10%. Like any man who's wealthy gives 10%. And, and uh, honestly, that's the last step. Like the last step, if you've ever gone through the Dave Ramsey plan, is you get rich and you, and you give money away. Yeah, you give money away, and that and that and that's the life of a generous man. Like, and that's no, that's where I was. And, and people too. really believe that generosity, like, like, gen- like the only way that you can be generous is with money. 
that's just the shallow end of generos- mm-hmm. generosity with your money, like giving away time, resources, efforts, compliments, empowerment, like leadership, giving that away where it's like, you know, we were bouncing off ideas and I gave something and you came up with something better, but I executed. No, I'd be like, no, Kyle, you did this. Yeah. Like that's generosity, giving you credibility, giving you like becoming more aware of like my generosity is going to be very, very important for me to do in 20, 2020, but as well serving at a church, like giving my time like actually saying yes to people. Yeah. That is a big one, bro. That is a big one that strikes a, like a little bit of pain, not a little bit like, I, but, but if I, you look at the long game, bro, like, like a lot of pain yeah. because like, it's going like, I have to sacrifice being around an environment of people that I'm not, that I don't necessarily like, like anymore. Um, but I have to do it because there's a part of me that like is drawn to it. And you know me, like my heart is to plant the church one yeah. day. But that's kind of like weird if you're listening. It's like, but he doesn't like being around church people. Well, I mean, like, yeah, that's 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 the that's the risk of following Jesus. Is like everyone is on their own journey. Yeah, your convictions are different from mine, and mine are different from yours. Mm-hmm. I respect yours. You respect mine. Let's serve Jesus together. Let's do life together. Um, but we have to I have to I have to be willing to be okay with like I'm going to do this and I'm going to serve. I'm going to give my time. I'm going to give my efforts. I'm going to but also with restrictions of going, I'm not, I don't want to get burned out Yeah, because I'm, I'm like at the end of the day, I'm serving and I'm giving my time. I'm going to get paid for this. And I'm, and I just, I just want to be part of something again. You know what I mean? And so there's baby steps to this, but that's like a, you know, this, you know, my friend, she told me, she's like, you just have to do it. Like you just have to like go out there and just do the th- dang thing. Um, but also trying to make sure that I'm thinking like, Logical, logical, and like long term here. Like yeah, I, we've been, I've been raising it. I got hurt with it. Didn't want anything to do with it. Helped plant the church. That was like a bad idea. Not that it was a bad idea in helping doing it, but it was a bad idea in getting into it too soon. Mm-hmm. And so, um, those are kind of like that's probably my biggest biggest goal is you know returning my tithe, um, like and not just giving my money, but giving like being available, giving of myself to others and investing myself into others the way I'm being invested into myself and certain people are investing in me. Um, and also serving at a church again in an environment that I'm not used to anymore. Yeah. Like I'm not around church people all the time. Like I'm not around Christians all the time. One, because they're like, we're all weird. I mean, I'm a follower of Jesus. Like, hey, yeah, we're all Jesus freaks. Yeah. We're all Jesus. We're all, we all look odd compared to, yeah, compared to other people. Um, but I'm always around the people that aren't in church. So that's a different kind yeah, of environment. It's a whole world. Yeah. So it's a different world for me that I've grown very, very much so accustomed to. And I like a lot more because there's a lot more raw, honest conversations in that realm yeah. than I do believe with there are with Christians. And that's a debate in itself. But that's a kind of a big deal. Like I really want to start serving again. That's dope, bro. And give my money again. Um and I'm just like I'm open to it. You know what I mean? Like I'm open to yeah. it. And so that's why like you know, I'm hanging out with, you know, one of our pastors here soon, like on a Saturday morning to get breakfast to actually talk about stuff that he's, he knows. And so, cause I, I want to do it again. Like I, if I want to play at the church again, at one point in my life, hey, you're going to, you're going to have to get your feet wet. I'm going to have to get my, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I'm going to have to get my feet wet and doing it again yeah. and risking it. Bro, again. You, you got to fall in love with the process. I think, and, and we're not going to deep dive too much of this, but we're all so obsessed with seeing that mansion, getting that dream car, um, seeing this person, perform and perform or entertain thousands of people on stage. But one thing that we don't get and we don't really understand or wrap our heads around is what they're doing behind the scenes. Like that artist is in the studio every single day. That um, millionaire or 
person with with a, a massive income put in the work in, in school put in the work networking with people um that pastor that has that mega church now bro tithing praying being loyal uh bringing in a a a good a good fair amount of people but being okay with the number before it just freaking just escalates to thousands thousands and thousands of people so yeah man definitely just enjoy like embrace the process but enjoy the process and, and enjoy enjoy i don't want to say suffering but enjoy like feeling the pain like yeah. it's like it's reps yeah like the reps like that's <laughs> what it is like like this is gonna hurt but it's for my benefit yes sir and so that's how i have to see it because it's like I'm, I'm a different like i really do consider myself a different breed like i'm not afraid of jumping into something or calling it the way it is mm-hmm. or showing you who i am yeah like i'm not afraid of that but people are attracted to that normal people are attracted to that christians like i really do and i don't want to deep dive too much into this because we could be here for hours but it's like oh you're like that like and it's like what do you mean like we can't say we love people exactly where they're at and that it's okay like Jesus loves you exactly where you're at, but he loves you. So he doesn't love you too much to keep you there. Yeah. Well, okay. Embrace the fact that I'm here and then like, love me till I get there. Like, you know, like, like, Hey, Hey, take like, I'm like my hands out. Like I'm waiting for someone to take, take it. So, so yeah. they can, so they can help me, but most importantly be on this journey with me. Exactly. And so I'm kind of like, okay. Like I've, and I've done that really well with some of our friends, like you, uh, like Noah, like Eddie, Derek, like some of our really good friends have been able to do that really, really well. Close handed. Like, like, have had a front seat to the experience from kind of going like, wow, this is what it is. Yeah, this is what it should be. Like, my yeah. friends have been loving me really, really well. So, yeah, so it's kind of like the big, like, my one of my biggest skills here. So that's kind of what I, what I want to accomplish. Yeah, dope. Yeah, so, yeah, I kind of hope, we, we deep dived a lot. We kind of went left field. We kind of went right. Uh, you, you shot a, a few, a few threes, a few alley-oops, a few, few things I wasn't expecting to talk about. But that's yeah. dope, man, this. This is a content we want to bring to you guys, just raw um, experience, but stories in our life that we can kind of give to you guys, and you guys can either take it with a grain of salt, or you guys can be like, wow, I'm in the same boat as them. Like, that's dope. So yeah, man, we're, in a sense, podcast is what podcast is about. Like, we're all we're all like in, in a one community, um, basically. Like, we all are going to either experience some of the things that we're talking about or you guys are maybe already experiencing. So I think it's dope. So yeah, this is what we want to bring to you guys. Um, we're just going to plug in our social medias really fast just in case you guys forgot. So our Instagram is going to be the Kyle Evers pod. Some of our um, main accounts are already linked into our bio. So give us a follow. The same thing with our Twitter. We are hyped that we are finally on the ball. Um, be ready. In a few months, we are going to invest in a camera so we can get this on YouTube. So if you're not really one of these people that likes to put on a pod um, in the car and you guys are more YouTube freaks like me, you guys kind of like seeing a visual of what we're talking about. Um, we're we're going to make that happen. But yeah, thanks for all our listeners. Thank you if this is your first time. Thank you if you guys are consistent. Um, we're praying for you guys. Uh, blessings, man. We love you.